In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Peace be with you. Welcome back to Pointing to the Saviour of the World on this 14th Sunday in Ordinary Time. In today's readings at Mass, we hear about rebellion and rejection. The Israelites rebelled against God. And in the Gospel, Jesus is rejected by his townspeople. Rejection, my brothers and sisters, is very hurtful, but it is particularly hurtful to be rejected by one's own people. Rejection can easily turn into anger and even bitterness. When we are met with rejection, are we tempted to say, that's it, I'm done, I don't care anymore. Jesus teaches us today how to deal with rejection. He was not embittered or angered. He still cured some sick people in Nazareth. Then we are told that he was amazed at their lack of faith. He decided to take his love, care, compassion, light and gifts elsewhere. A reading from the prophet Ezekiel. The Spirit came into me and made me stand up. And I heard the Lord speaking to me. He said, Son of man, I am sending you to the Israelites, to the rebels who have turned against me. Till now, they and their ancestors have been in revolt against me. The sons are defiant and obstinate. I am sending you to them to say, the Lord says this, whether they listen or not. This set of rebels shall know there is a prophet among them. The Word of the Lord Thanks be to God. A reading from the second letter of St. Paul to the Corinthians. In view of the extraordinary nature of these revelations, to stop me from getting too proud, I was given a thorn in the flesh, an angel of Satan, to beat me and stop me from getting too proud. About this thing, 
I have pleaded with the Lord three times for it to leave me. But he has said, My grace is enough for you. My power is at its best in weakness. So I shall be very happy to make my weaknesses my special boost so that the power of Christ may stay over me. And that is why I am quite content with my weaknesses and with insults, hardships, persecutions and the agonies I go through for Christ's sake. For it is when I am weak that I am strong. The Word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Alleluia, alleluia. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me. He sent me to bring good news to the poor. Alleluia. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. Glory be to you, Lord. Jesus went to his hometown and his disciples accompanied him. With the coming of the Sabbath, he began teaching in the synagogue and most of them were astonished when they heard him. They said, Where did the man get all this? What is this wisdom? that has been granted him, and these miracles that are worked through him. This is the carpenter, surely, the son of Mary, the brother of James and Josette and Jude and Simon. His sisters too, are they not here with us? And they would not accept him. And Jesus said to them, A prophet is only despised in his own country, among his own relations, and in his own house. And he could work no miracle there, though he cured a few sick people by laying his hands on them. He was amazed at their lack of faith. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus, 
Happy Feast of the Resurrection of Jesus on this 14th Sunday of Ordinary Time. The Gospel text of today narrates to us how the people of Jesus' hometown reacted to him despite what they heard and saw of him the wisdom and the wonders. I see myself in the people of Nazareth at the time of Jesus. I see and hear many signs, but my faith is still very weak. Their story of lack of faith is my story of lack of faith and I'm sure is your stories too. Three things from this gospel passage are worth looking at. The first one is the sense of wonder of the transformation of the life of Jesus that the people who knew Jesus in Nazareth at the time saw. Jesus' kinfolk know him to be a carpenter, an artisan who works in wood, in stone and in metal. He probably learned this trade from his father Joseph. The people of his hometown do not reject him outright. They consider the facts. Jesus now is not the man they had previously known. In the last 30 years, he is different now. Something has changed. Something has happened to him. And they wonder to themselves, where did this man get all this? But the pity is that that sense of wonder does not translate into a deeper experience of him as he is right now. They are too much bogged down on his history. This gospel tells us that Jesus is hampered from performing miracles in Nazareth because of the people's lack of faith. Is this the case in our lives too? The second thing to look at is the statement of facts about Jesus, his historicity, his genealogy, these are worth looking at. They say to themselves, the people of Nazareth at the time, this is the carpenter, surely. This statement of facts alludes to the reality that there was a mystery behind the origins of Jesus. Humanly speaking, his origin was not normal. Similar expressions are there in other Gospels. For example, in the Gospel of John, first of all, the leaders of the Jews are aware that the Christ 
They're aware that the Christ, when he comes, no one will know where he comes from. And then in their conversation with the blind, and then in their conversation with the man who was cured by Jesus, they say, we know that God spoke to Moses. But as for this man, we don't know where he comes from. And the blind man points out to the irony in their statement as he says, that is just what is so amazing. You don't know where he comes from and he has opened my eyes. This implied knowledge could lead someone to faith in Jesus. But you know what? As for the people of Jesus' hometown, it leads to rejection. This rejection leads us nicely to the third aspect from the gospel narrative today. Rejection. Sadly, we are told they would not accept him. What is Jesus' reaction to this? He's resigned to it. Their rejection seems not a real surprise to him. He gives them a one-line feedback and still performs a few miracles. After all, already in chapter 3 of Mark, Jesus has had some bad experience with his own relatives. They had failed to understand him. In fact, they had wanted to take control of Jesus because they say he is out of his mind. So, after his rejection in his own hometown, Jesus continues to tour around the villages teaching. Jesus goes about his mission of forming a new family. He had also previously said, Who are my mother and my brothers? And looking at those sitting in a circle round him, he said, Here are my mother and my brothers. Anyone who does the will of God, that person is my brother and sister and mother. And so, what is the meaning of doing the will of God? Is it not being open to see the signs in our lives, the signs and wonders? Is it not open to the plan of God for humanity and our own personal lives? Is it not being ready to commune, to be together with God? And is this not really the purpose of the universe and our own existence? Brothers and sisters in Christ, I think it is precisely the case. Let us pray for the grace to understand the signs and wonders of God's love in our lives and to be open to his plan for us and for the rest of the world.
Amen. And for the many times that we have been blind to the signs and wonders of God's love in our lives, Lord, have mercy. For the many times that we have rejected Jesus, Christ, have mercy. And for the many times that we have not been open to God's plan for our lives and for the rest of humanity, Lord, have mercy. Let us thank our Saviour who came into this world that God might be with us. We praise you, O Lord, and we thank you. We welcome you with praise. You are the day star, the first fruits from the dead. Let us rise with you to walk in the light of Easter. We praise you, O Lord, and we thank you. Help us on this day of rest to see goodness in all your creatures. Open our eyes and our hearts to your love in the world. We thank you, O Lord, and we praise you. Lord, we meet around your table as your family. Help us to see that our bitterness is forgotten, our discord is resolved, and our sins are forgiven. We praise you, O Lord, and we thank you. 
We pray for all Christian families. May your spirit deepen their unity in faith and in love. We praise you, O Lord, and we thank you. We pray for the strength to be able to cope with rejection in our lives. We praise you, O Lord, and we thank you. We pray for all those who have asked us to pray for them and for those who have no one to pray for them. Lord Jesus, touch their lives. Strengthen them. Heal them from all sickness and diseases and from all their worries and difficulties. We praise you, O Lord, and we thank you. Let us pray for those who have died recently and for those whose anniversaries occur around this time. Eternal rest grant unto them, O Lord, and let perpetual light shine upon them. May they rest in peace. Amen. May their souls and the souls of all the faithful departed through the mercy of God rest in peace. Amen. Let us now bring our own personal intentions to Jesus, knowing that he will keep his promise to be with us and to hear our prayers. We now ask Mary, our mother, to pray for us and with us as we say, Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed are thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Let us pray. Lord God, when our world lay in ruins, you raised it up again on the foundation of your Son's passion and death. Give us grace to rejoice in the freedom from sin which he gained for us and bring us to everlasting joy through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Amen. The Lord bless us and keep us from all evil and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Let us continue to bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. Brothers and sisters, thank you for joining me today to listen to the Word of God, to pray together. I wish you a peaceful and blessed 14th Sunday of Ordinary Time. Amen. We finish our prayers like we started in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.